right, hello and welcome. Today we are going to go over Cash My Check. A little new way of approaching of what is happening in our lives. What are we doing? What's really going on? A lot of times we can understand we work so many hours a week. We work so hard. We work so long. And at the end of that week or the end of the month, however you get paid is how you get it, right? So what is the difference between this and what we see in the beginning, what we see through the scriptures? Genesis 2 and 2, And on the seventh day Elohim ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. His work which he had made so right here we see he did work right we look in the scriptures and we don't want to really look at it that way but all through scriptures it's all about work it really is from making the cherubims to making the ark all even the feasts the days the everything goes together and it's about work is it not so if we're going to do what's supposed to be going on here, then we need to be doing the way that Yahweh says, right? We need to understand that when he says to do this, that's exactly what he means. Job 7 and 2, As a servant earnestly desireth the shadow, and as a hireling looketh for the reward of his work, anything we do, anywhere we go, anytime we're doing something, it's about working right we know this concept we get the concept we also understand that we want to relax so once we do a work once we do something once we're working on something especially the harder it is the more that we want we want to rest job 14 and 15 thou shalt call and i will answer thee that will have a desire to the work of thy hands. The thing is here, if we are a true servant of the Creator, we want to do work for Him, right? If we love someone, if we care about someone, if we're doing the right things, then what are we doing? We're actually a servant to them, correct? If you are taking out the trash, that's a work. If you are going and getting roses, you're still doing something, right? The problem is we come into, we don't have to do anything. A lot of churchianity has told us we don't have to do anything. A lot of the people tell us we don't have For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increases knowledge increases sorrow. Ecclesiastics 1 and 18. The problem becomes right here when we start reading when we start going over, when we start understanding, we have a problem with that wisdom. We have a very problem with the work. Therefore, work. Therefore, the enemy and his minions have come up with a way that you ain't got to do no work. All you got to do is believe. What scripture says that? Is there one scripture that says don't do no more work? Just believe. Ezra 2 and 69, they gave after their ability into the treasure of the work three score, 
and 1,000 drams of gold, and 5,000 pounds of silver, and 100 priest garments. Work, folks. It's all about doing the work. It's all about putting in the work. If we do anything, if we find anything, if we're looking for anything, it's all about putting in the work, is it not? You go and you want to be the best boxer in the world, the best UFC fighter in the world, the best skater, the best soccer player, whatever you want to be, what do you got to do? You got to put in the work, right? You got to, it's called practice, but that's what it really is. You're working to perfection. There's nothing different with this, with the scriptures and what he's telling us to do. Because we have sinned, because we have fell short, because we have came so far away from him. And it's not because we have to work to get our salvation. Our salvation is through Yeshua. Right? But for us to prove ourselves, for us to come to him, it's just like any other thing. If you want that check, then what do you got to do? Because of Abraham, right there, because of Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge. Real easy, real simple, right? Right here upon the very check, right? Right here upon this, it's got to have a name. It's got to be filled in. It has to say what it's for, right? To have this filled out correctly and to have it all completely filled out, it's going to say to whom. So it's to you, Mr. Christian, to you, Mr. Torah, to you, Mrs. Torah, right? The amount is what? Your rewards, what you get. And the time is your life. Might as well write gravestone in there. From the time you was born to the time you died. Then the amount, again, is all the rewards. Let no man take your crown. The problem is, do we believe 2 Timothy 3 and 16 or do we not? All scripture is breathed out of Yahweh and is profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. We're training in righteousness. That's what we're doing. This is what this life is about. Training us for righteousness. The problem is, nobody wants, everybody wants free money. Send me some stimulus money. Send me this money. Send me some kind of money. Let me go do something for nothing. But we all know something has to be paid for, right? has to be paid for right now I know everybody's saying but that's not salvation that's not how it works that's not how it goes that's not the way it is but if we read the scriptures we see again that in the beginning he did work to make it happen we have to work to make our family survive to make ourselves survive right we have to do something at the very least most times you have to at least feed yourself and the first day there shall be a set-apart convocation, and then the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. No matter of work shall be done in them. 
save that which every man must eat that only may be done. The work here in the beginning is H4399. Pronounce melakal. Melakal. Work. Right? The other way of work is Exodus 5 and 18 is H5647. All bad. But we're talking mainly about the melakal. The work of what we must do. Of what we're doing. Now when you break it down the mem water the l shepherd staff and the kemp is open palm right so what are we doing right so what are we doing open the palm of the shepherd to get the water so what we're trying to do is get he said come all those who are thirsty right so how do we do that do we just walk up and bang our head on a rock and expect something? We are doing something for our Creator. We are doing something for Him. Why? Because others don't know. When we got it figured out, then we tell others. This is what it's all about. This is what all of it is about. Right? I know people are looking for raptures and they're looking to be whistled. Who rescued them? How did they leave before? right they had to walk through it they have to do something they wasn't just whisked out they had to do something they had to watch the others if we're not very careful we get caught up in a way of we get caught up in a way of i don't have to do anything which gets us into i don't want to do anything which gets us into i don't have to do anything and then what happens we get lazy and we think we're waiting for a rapture we think we're waiting for us just to end we think and what happens during that time if you know you won the lottery what are you doing you're living your life you're waiting for your check to come in there's nothing really you have to work in doing anymore now it's about fun but even in this, it's not about fun. It's about what? Working for the Creator. That's the difference, folks. That's the difference between salvation is said and done. You're sanctified. It's all over. There's nothing you have to do, nothing you're going to do. Then why have church? Why do we go to church? Why is there church buildings? If any of this is true, then why do we do anything? If we just have to say a prayer, if we just have to do a certain thing, then how come everybody just don't do that and get it over with? Because we know there's more to be done than that. And the more we search the scriptures, the more we prove ourselves worthy, the more we rightly divide, the more we find out, uh-oh. But require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out. Let us go and sacrifice to our God. What was the thing here? He's saying they was lazy. If we're not careful, this is what happens in our churchianity thinking. He's going to take care of everything. Maybe he'll bring us the bricks. Maybe the bricks will appear. Maybe we ain't going to worry about the bricks no more. Maybe we just get bricks from heaven. Maybe we'll just get... 
You see the concept? If we don't have to do anything, if we're not very careful, we get lazy. We just say, well, look, here's our salvation. That's all there is to this now, right? I don't have to do anything now. I just have to sit around and wait until what? Until you die? What are you waiting on? You see the difference here? And if we're not careful, this is how the world sees us. This is how the world sees us. They're crying out for the rapture. They're crying out for this because they're lazy, because they don't want to do anything. And then here comes the prophet. Here comes the word. And here comes... It. And the prophet says... You got to do this. Stop eating this. Stop living this way. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. And the people say, oh, come on now. I was saved when I was five. I'm saved already. Who are you to tell me about that law? Who are you to tell me about work? What has work got to do with my salvation? What has work got to do with my salvation? Well, probably about everything really because if you don't get what the Bible says you're not going to do what the Bible says if you don't understand what the Creator is trying to do then you don't get it the people around you don't get it and how can you be a light when you're telling everybody around you that I ain't got to be a light I just have to be here because that's what we're saying right I I don't have to do anything I'm just here well, then why do I have to do what you're saying is what they're hearing. And they're like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you don't have to do nothing, then why do you go? Why do you go to assemble? Why do you do the things you do? Why can't you drink? Why can't you smoke? Why can't you do these things? If you're just here and you're already saved, are you saved and then you lose your salvation? You're saved and you're not. You are and you ain't. You, What happened? And for a lot of people... You know when you was in a state of sinfulness, when you was 18, when you was 20, when you was doing all those things, even though you thought you were still saved, even though you thought you knew good and well if you died that night, you was going to hell, didn't you? Right? So what's the difference between you was five, you was saved, and you was 20 and you wasn't saved? Now you're back in the save. It's like we put ourselves with our own, we write our own checks, Right? We're cashing them checks, but we cannot do nothing with them. We take that to the Creator, and He's going to say, Depart from me. I never knew you. Put your treasures in heaven. The Scripture over and over and over teaches us, tells us, demands us, commands us to do what He says. Put your treasures in heaven. Right? For if you lay your treasures in heaven, there your heart will be also. But what do people do? I'm worried about this Saturday night. I'm worried about Sunday night. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about... And they're putting their treasures right here on earth. And that's... Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. Six days. All thy work. What is the work we're doing? Does he mean that we're supposed to go out and work for someone else? Work for someone else? 
No. Does he want us to go and be a slave? Did we go into, come out of Egypt to go right back into Egypt? To be another Pharaoh's slave? To work for, no. It's his will that we work for him. That we are his servant. But I'm living in this world, we understand that. We have to live in the world that we are in. We understand everybody can't quit their job and go have a farm and cows and animals. We would like to, but we just can't. We're so far behind that for most people, if you can, absolutely. But for most people, especially those in big cities, you don't just quit. You can't just jump up, well, I'm just going to have faith and sell all I have, if that's what you're led to do. But in most cases, the work is where you are. We are working where we're at. That's defeating the purpose. Well, I'm going to sell all I have and move to Arkansas and hide in the woods. That's good for you. But what about the work to be done? See, the work is not physical hammer, nails, laborish work, as we're thinking. The work is your neighbors see you. The people you work for see you. The people that are around you see the light in you. Right? The house that's on top of the mountain cannot be hidden. If you're on top of the hill, you can't just hide it. That light is there. It's there for a reason. So many people, I think, are missing the point And they're living their life in a whole different laborious direction than what we should be. And I said we because... What are we all after? What are we raised after? The American dream, right? The family and the picket fence and the house and the cars and and the yacht and the boat and all the American dream. And then we find out, oh, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be working for the Creator. Wait a minute. I'm supposed to be doing things for Him. Wait a minute. I'm supposed to be living my life for Him. I'm supposed to let my... Blessed His He whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Psalms 32 and 1. Blessed is he. So what are we doing? We bless others. We talk with others. We go to others and we tell them, this is the way, this is what's supposed to happen. This is what you need. This is where your blessings. Go therefore now and work. For there shall no straw be given you, yet shall you deliver the towel of bricks. Exodus 5 and 18. Exodus 20 and 9. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. He's saying we got a day off. We got a day off. But what do we do? Oh, we don't want that day off. We don't need that day off. We don't need that day off. Every day is my Sabbath day. Then you're not working. You're breaking the very commandment he said to do. Every day I rest in... Every day I can do Sabbath. No, you can't. You're breaking what he said to do. And if you do what he says to do, you'll want the Sabbath day. You'll want a day off. When you run against your family, when you run against your relatives, when you run against everybody you know, when you run up against your friends and they invite you to things and take you to things and want you to do things, and then you find out that was, what was that? Another smoke and mirrors, right? When you find out the only true one is Yahweh, count all men liars, 
and you know that to be true, and you've lived that to be true, you go, oh, I'll work for you because you are true. You're faithful. I can trust in you. I trust in man, and I'm out in the ditch somewhere waiting in the cold for you to show up. Oh, you went to the bar, and you met your girlfriend, and you did this, and you and it's morning. Thanks a lot, brother. Thanks a lot, brother. Oh, my brother loves me. Oh, my brother cares for me. I'm talking about a church assembly brother. And he'll never, ever forget me. And oh, he loves me so. And oh, and you see him and they're like, hey, what's going on? But in the churchianity church, they was all oh, brother, brother, oh, brother, altar, oh, brother. Right? And you meet him now when you're living and working for the creator, Yahweh. Oh, my. Oh my, hmm, they're going to be seen with this guy that, oh my, um, hi, I got work to do somewhere. You're working for what? Um, um, pipes, um, um, right? It's amazing, we're always working for something, are we not? We're always working towards something, fixing something, correcting something, Working for your kids, working to get your kids to soccer, working to get your kids homework, working to get something accomplished. But we don't like the concept of working for our creator. Does that make sense? Oh, you can't wait till I put the add-on on the house. Oh man, we're going to have an add-on for the house. Can't wait to get... Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor... To him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife had made herself ready. How do we make ourselves ready? We're not supposed to show up naked. We're not supposed to show up with sin. We're not supposed to show up with however we want to. He said he gave us garments. It might surprise you that these garments are garments of white linen, which is the righteousness of the saints. Right? We have to understand, and thou shalt make two cherubims of gold, of beaten work. Thou shalt make them in two ends of the mercy seat, Exodus 25 and 18. And they shall make the ephod of gold, of blue and purple and scarlet, and fine twine linen, and cunning work, Exodus 28 and 6. Over and over and over, we're building things. He didn't throw it down there and say, here it is. He said, build it. Build it. Revelation 22 and 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according to his work. It shall be. Right? Every man according to his work shall be. How do we get to be ready? How do we get to be ready. We do what he says to do. We do what the scripture says. We do exactly what he says to do. If we do anything other, we're working for another. Sadly, many of these people, they think they're working for the Creator. They think they're working for the Most High. They think they're working for Yahweh, but yet they don't call upon Him. Isn't that amazing? We have church in places and all kinds of different churches, all kinds of different denominations, 
but they don't even use his name. They use God and Lord and and Baptist and Pentecostal and all kinds of different names. Presbyterian, First Baptist, Second Baptist, First Pentecostals of, right? We're the first Pentecostals of Salem. So you're the first Pentecostals ever? Well, no, not really. Well, you're, you're, what gives then? Well, we're the first Pentecostal tabernacle of California. So this is where it all started? I thought it started back on the day of Pentecost. Oh, no, this is, this is where it started in 1903, 1905, 1902. So where does your religion stem from? Oh, well, we don't do no work. We don't believe in that. So why build a building? If we really get down to the heart of the matter, even in churchianity, we're cleaning toilets. We're putting parking lots. We're paying the bills, so to speak, right? There's works within the works. But what does those works accomplish? Do you really think you're going to be rewarded in heaven for cleaning the pastor's toilet? Do you think that really matters to anything? And what's the difference between cleaning his toilet and cleaning the one at work? See, we'll go to church and we'll clean the bathroom and scrub the floors and we did it for who? But we'll go to work and complain that we had to pick up bubble gum off the floor and you're the janitor. I just can't believe, I just can't believe I have to do this. I can't believe I have to, I can't believe. But we'll go to church and, I'm so happy. I want to stand and testify that I found some leaves in the parking lot and a cigarette butt. And I picked it up. It's amazing how hypocritical we can be. It's amazing that we are not taught we have to do something. It's amazing that we want the works, we want the blessings, we want everything to just fall upon us. But yet, we don't want to do anything. Right? So when it comes to the check, when it comes to the end, he says, every idle word you will be judged for. Is that not a work? Every word you say, every idle word you say, everything you do, you're going to get a reward or a punishment. You're going to be judged for it. But yet there ain't no works. Get that works out of here. Come on now. Let's talk about no works. Then what's your reward for? Sitting on the church pew? <coughs> I'm here. <coughs> I'm here. Somebody acknowledge him in the back. We see you back there in the back row. Hi. <laughs> About time they recognize around here. Been going here for five years. I've done stuff. I swept your floors. We want rewards for being places. We want rewards for showing up, right? We don't? Then why do we have Mother's Day? Why do we have... Daddy's Day. Why do we have all these days in church? It's a what? Why do we have Pastor Appreciation Days? Why do we have these days if we don't want rewards, if we don't understand this concept? Why are we so far removed when it comes to the Bible, the Scriptures, right? When we come to this and we raise it up and it's Helios, it's whatever, it's 
I don't know what's going on anymore. Why is that? But we say, <clears throat> Oh, hi, brother. How you doing? Thanks for coming. Shake your hand. Pat you on the back. Yippee, yippee, yippee. You're here. You want an acknowledgement. You showed up somewhere. But yet we're... I can't believe when I get on Judgment Day that I'm really going to be... You should be rejoicing you're even there. You should be rejoicing of what you've done. We should know that when our check is cashed, when it's the end of our life, we should... Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. Work, work, work. It's all about what you've done. Believe it or not, take it or leave it, it's all about what you have done in this life. From your beginning to your ending. And if you don't do no work, then how do you expect to get any rewards? If you don't use his name, how do you expect to know him? See, the problem is, see, the problem is, we don't like to hear it, right? We do not like to hear that, oh my, don't, don't tell me about works. Man, that's not the way it's supposed to be. It ain't the way, oh, I don't like that, I don't like it, I don't like it. I really don't like it. We find out that the same the same law applies to the native born and to the alien living among you. It's the same, same, same. Whether we like it or not, same. Whether we like it or not, it's the same system. That's why we're not worried about it, because he doesn't change. See, the problem is we want to think something changed, something, you know, we came in and he made the heavens and the earth and he made all that there is and then Yeshua came and then people want to tell you he paid the price. He paid the price for your sin, your works, your crowns, your duties, your responsibilities are still there. If somebody comes in and takes the place for you, he's taken the place for you. Right? Do you never come back? No, he took your place so you can go and do what you had to go and do. But you know, if you never come back, guess what? You're fired, you're canned, it's over. The concept is right here. We live it every day. Every week, we go through the same thing. And we know if we don't do some work, well, what are the works then? Okay, tell me, what's the works? The mitzvah, the commandments. Helping the widows, helping the orphans, going and doing and praying and doing the works that he said to do. The very thing that Yeshua, the Messiah, did. Everybody wants to talk about Paul and Moses and this one and that one, but shouldn't we be talking about the Messiah? Shouldn't we be living? I want to dance like David danced. That's awesome, man. That's just great as gravy. But did the Messiah ever dance? When he lays Lazarus, did he dance there? Did he 
grab a tambourine? Did he say, everybody, come on now? When he was in there and they asked him who was his family, did he have a sing-off party? Did he sing it to people? We see it in Westerns. We get this from the concept that was bestowed upon us. Right? The cowboy movies, the singing cowboys, the singing Mary Poppins, the singing movies is put in there that this is how it's done. We sing, we whistle while we work. Well, it's not Pinocchio. It's not Geppetto. It's not, it's not that we can have fun while we work. But most of us are not having fun while we're working, are we? When you go downtown, they say, hey, brother, what's up with the beard? And you say, it's out of the Bible. That's not a whole lot of fun in most cases, is it? Do people fall on the floor and say, oh, my gosh, I never knew that was in the Bible. Whoo, come and teach me. Come to my house tonight, brother. Come and tell me about the beard. Come and tell me the scripture. You are wise in your age. No, that doesn't happen, does it? Most of the times they're like, I thought you was a biker. I thought you was, come on, man. I thought you was cool. I thought you was one of us. You did this out of the Bible. Come on, man. True story. Went to Walmart. Guy was all... Cool beard, man. Great beard. Yeah, man. Look, love that beard. What? Why you? Where'd you start growing that beard? Oh, it's out of the Bible. Oh man, walked away. Nothing more to do with me. But when he thought I was one of them, one of, right? We're cool, brother. We're down. We're all. But the minute you say something about works, something about Bible, even so-called believers run from you. Oh, man, don't tell me about the works. Don't tell me about that. So you don't believe in getting paid for what you've done then? You work for free? Come on my house. I got a week, two, month. You can help me out all you want to for a good month. No, man, I can't do that. So then what's the concept here then? What do we do it for? Believe it or not, we're doing this for a reason. We may not like to believe it. We may not, right? What's amazing about that as well is we want to cash a check. But sadly, most of these checks that we're cashing is what? What is the check that we want cashed? Cashed. Fame and fortune, right? We want to go to Hollywood and be on TV. We want to go to... MTOI and sit on the camera. We want to go to Passion for Truth. We want to go to these places and say, look, I'm on TV. Hey, y'all, check it out. Check out episode number 23 of the 23 season. And I was in the background. On the Weather Channel, you see people doing that. Right? Why are we such hams? Get it? Why are we such that way that we want to be noticed for almost everything we do, but yet we come to the Bible, we come to the concept of a work, and because we don't want to do it. Every fleshly part about us wants to kick against that and say, oh, no, 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 because we don't understand. Salvation is given to us freely from Yeshua, but to obtain that salvation, we must obey Yeshua. 
what he says to do. And for all those who disagree, read Matthew 7. We come and we said what? Paraphrasing it. Oh, Lord, Lord, I cast out demons in your name. Lord, Lord, I did mighty wonders in your name. Oh, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name and did that in your name. And, and he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. We have to start with his name. We have to call upon the creator. It's got to be filled in. No blanks, no missing parts. No, I think I'm going to write it in there later. I think when I get to the bank, I'll get it cashed. Because when you take it up there, they're going to say, this is empty, void. This is empty, sorry. I can't help you. There's no signatures. There's no creator. There's no beginning. There's no ending. There's nothing here. I don't know what to tell you. Well, can you call them? Call who? Right? We need to find John Adams. We need to give him a call and we need to ask him what's up because he never did a thing for us. So you don't even know John Adams. I do too. So you could have found this in the street. You could have done all kinds of things. I'm not going to accuse you, but you're looking like a thief right now. No, no, I'm telling you. He gave me this. And he said it's worth Ain't that what we're doing with salvation? He came and he said, He came and he said, What did he say exactly? What did the Messiah say? If you love me, keep my commandments. Oh, don't tell me about that law. Don't tell me about, If you love me, keep my commandments. If you would have believed Moshe, you would believe me. If you knew Moshe, you would have known me. If you would have accepted Moshe, you would accept me. He's not saying he, th he changed anything. He's saying, if you love me, keep my commandments. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. We're either going to have his name. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Paid to the order of you, Mr. Believer. You, Mrs. Believer, signed by Yahweh Yeshua Hamashiach, back, signed, dated, date of stake, paid for in blood. Blood. No amount can ever match it. Nothing you can do can change it. His blood, the Messiah, the Mashiach, Yeshua. And he says, without any other name, you're coming as a thief. You come up here and you write whatever name you want to on here. And you call upon whatever God you want to and you put it on there. But if you're not careful, read Matthew. We do not want to hurt. We do not want to hear. Depart from me, worker of iniquity. Worker of iniquity. It's going to hurt. It's going to sting. It's going to be it's going to be even worse for all those people who proclaim what he says they're going to proclaim. Can you imagine all the preachers, teachers coming up there and proclaiming this and he's saying depart from me. I never knew you. But wait a minute. I told all these people. Yeah, that was even more wrong. Folks, to do what he says to do and to live our life the way he says to live our life. Not only are we helping ourselves, 
We are being a servant to the Creator, and we're helping the others, the ones that we are standing next to, the ones that we are around, the ones that are going, I don't know what's going on. I'm afraid that this is going to fall apart, and this shot, and that shot, and this thing, and this thing, and this that. And there's always going to be something. There was always something before, right? Before this, there was what? Oh, there was this school. Oh, there was this. Oh, there's always something, and it's always either right in your life or right outside your life. There's always something going on. So we need to be doing the works of the Creator. We need to be standing up and saying, this is what the Creator wants. This is what it looks like. And knowing we're going to fall too. And we might be deceived too. We might go and do what they're doing and say, oh man. But then if we're right and we're doing the works, the Ruach will quicken us. The Creator, we will open the Bible and we will go, oh, Yahweh, forgive me. There's nothing wrong with doing wrong. It's the problem that we continue doing wrong, that we don't see doing wrong. Right? So there is something wrong with doing it, but the problem is when you're in ignorance, how can you correct it? Right? It's still sin. It doesn't, it's okay to sin. Ain't what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you don't know no better, if you was deceived, it should make you sharper. It should make you understand. For all those who went to Sunday church, and now they're a tour keeper, and they don't think they need anything else. They don't have to do any more works. There's nothing. They were keeping the Sabbath. We're keeping the Sabbath. That's all we have to do. If we're not careful, we come to a point and we stop. And we say, though, that's where I'm going to stop. And we're not careful. It's because we got taught there's a stopping. There's somewhere along the line in life that we believe we can stop and sit down and go, I'm arrived. I'm here. I'm so glad to be saved. I'm so glad to have this salvation. I'm so glad that then poor other people just don't get it. I'm just so... But we don't understand there's not a stopping part. The only time we can ever stop is when it says, We walk with Yahweh. We hear Him. We know Him. We know the difference between right and wrong. And we know tomorrow the chariots come to get us. We have finally found perfection. We have finally proven that we are worthy. But guess what? When we look at Elijah, when we look at Enoch, pretty much lived their whole life in perfection. They was taught perfection. So for most of us, we was taught Sunday school, we was taught baptism this way, do this that way, and do whatever you want to do and forget anything. Just come sit on the pew and throw money at people, and this is how this works. That very work is wrong. Because it's really about tithes and offering. It's really about the sacrifices. Even within the sacrifices a work, is it not? Isn't a sacrifice a work? When Cain and Abel brought that, was they, what was the whole problem there? He was lazy. He didn't want to do what he had to do. He didn't want to do the work. He didn't want to put it in. We see over and over and over. People get to be the greatest and the greatest and the greatest and they quit working because they believe their own hype. I'm the greatest, I can't be beat or they know they're slacking and they just don't care because look, I'm Conor McGregor, man. I, I, I ain't got to do... 
I've already had two belts. I've already had this. I've already had that. So what's the deal? What am I going to do? We're not careful. We become that of the church. Right? Haven't we seen it before? I'm Sarah, and I've been here for 47 years, and <clears throat> I'm a part of the church, and I'm a member of the church. You ain't done nothing in 12 years, Granny. You might want to do something. I don't have to do anything. I'm an elder. I'm a bishop. I'm a... <clears throat> now she just has 27 titles, too. Right? She's been there for how many years? And because she was there, she has earned something. Right? The pastor's been there for... So he's the senior pastor. He has earned something. You go and you work somewhere and you've been there for 20 years, you think you've earned something. Do you not? You can't lay me off. I have seniority. I have earned something. But we go to the Bible, and we think we're... That guy, he's doing wrong because he's wearing seat seats, having a beard. What's wrong with him? We go reverse order of everything we do in life. That makes sense? We don't have to be... Them are, them are Jewish laws, man. What are you doing? Don't, them are the Jewish speech, man. What are you doing, man? Stop that. You're making us look bad. Look really saying, right? You're not obeying what we do here. Folks, we have to do what Yahweh says. We have to know that Yahweh is a creator. We have to think about it. We have to meditate on it. We have to read it. We have to understand what the scriptures are saying. Because when we get there, we want to hear, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. The only way we're going to hear that is we take this seriously we come to how do I do this we repent and we say father forgive me I'm a sinner but when I come up to heaven I want to hear well done thou good and faithful servant I want to put my treasures in heaven my heart will be there also I want to do what you say to do and behold I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be done as his work shall be done how do we find that reading the Bible assembling together hearing his word hearing his prophets doing what he says to do right I hope this is edified I hope it helps I hope we understand that in everything we do we have to pay for it. There's a reap what we sow process. We can sow mischief and honoriness and heartache and heartbreak, and that's what you're going to reap. You see people do that when they're young and they get older, and they don't think about it a bit. But when they get older and they die all alone, and nobody really even sees the care, what happens? You're just reaping what you sow, and you, you planted it, it's going to come back to you. Right? So, till next time, may Yahweh bless you. May His countenance shine upon you. And may He grant you shalom. Shalom, everybody. Thank you very much for listening and for watching. Till next time, may Yahweh bless you. If you have any questions or comments, if you'd like to know more, if you'd like to go over verses, there is 92 pages about work. 92 pages. Verses about working. 
So I think it's something we need to consider and not take so lightly. Because when we want that reward, we want that reward, right? At the end of this life, and why does it say, Behold, I come quickly? It's not because of the rapture theory. It's because your life is but a vapor. Behold, I come quickly. Your life is but a vapor. It's quickly. And again, you realize, don't really realize that until you get older and older and older, right? So thank you. Shalom and blessings.